Hello, and welcome to Down at Kintail Camp, a podcast that keeps you connected to the people, place, and sounds that make Camp Kintail an especially special place. I'm Kristen Hydra-Gillard, and today on the podcast, Camp Kintail's Executive Director, Reverend Teresa McDonald-Lee, shares a message for Easter. Take a moment to prepare your heart and mind, and we hope you find meaning and comfort through these challenging times. O Lord, may the words on my lips and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, our rock and our refuge. Amen. It is an old, old story. Jesus calls his disciples to his side and says, it is time. He has been telling them about the way this will all end, but he might be the only one ready for the days ahead. He sends them off to get a donkey, and when they return with the animal, they spread their cloaks on its back. Jesus takes his seat. He rides into the city of Jerusalem on the back of a donkey, with growing crowds gathering around him. Cloaks are laid on the ground beneath his feet, and palm branches are being waved. Hymns and songs and cheers are accompanying Jesus as he makes his slow way into the city. It has all the makings of a procession of an emperor or a conquering hero. But instead of a war horse, Jesus is riding a donkey. Instead of columns of soldiers surrounding him, it is ordinary folks. Instead of brightly colored robes laid on the ground, it is worn out shawls and working men's robes. Jesus comes into the city with all the hopes and expectations of a people who are desperate for a savior. They sing and they cheer because they need hope and change and new life. Jesus is aware of this, knowing that these things will come, but not in the way the crowds expect or hope. He comes riding his donkey, knowing that in the week ahead, the hosannas will turn to jeers and the palm branches will turn to stones being directed at him. The crowds will turn their back on him and he will be left alone, denied by his closest friends. Jesus knows all of this, yet he keeps riding, coming as the King of Heaven, riding on a donkey. The Pharisees, who perhaps know better than anyone else what the week may bring, are gathered at the edge of this scene. They make themselves heard over the crowd and ask Jesus to quiet the disciples. Jesus refuses, saying that even if the disciples are kept quiet, the very stones would cry out. The stones would cry out. They would cry praise and hosanna and majesty and honor. The very stones that are the foundation of the earth would recognize their maker and cry out. Perhaps that was how Jesus got through the day, the ride into Jerusalem. He wasn't seduced by the love of the crowd or angry about the coming deception. Perhaps he knew that his ride into the city was not measured by the strength of the crowd, but by the very foundations of the earth calling him towards the cross. He wasn't going into the city just to meet the crowd's joyous cheers, but for something deeper, for something that would show the depths of God's grace and love and forgiveness. Jesus knew that even when the crowds would disappear, the very stones of the earth would cry out for what he was to accomplish. This gives me great hope. Sometimes I wonder if we're doing church right or camp right or mission right. 
and lots of days I know that we are missing the mark. We worry and wonder, change and tinker, study and act. We go to meetings, sing hymns, offer prayers and give praise. Or lately, we stay home and watch sermons online and share inspiring music. And, like the crowds on that day in Jerusalem, we sometimes also turn our backs on Jesus. We allow our songs to turn to ugly words. Our prayers become shallow or non-existent. We struggle, we try, and we fail. We are so beautiful in our praise one moment and so forgetful the next. Our palm branches and cloaks on the road become rocks in our hands to be thrown the next time Jesus walks by. That is our reality, the frailty of the human condition. But Jesus knows this about us. He knew that when he rode into Jerusalem, he was under no illusions about humanity or about what the church would be like. Jesus was one of us. He lived with us and he broke bread with us. He loved and loves us just as we are. He rode into Jerusalem knowing all of this. But he also knew that while our fickle hearts would betray him, he knew that there was more going on under his feet. He was not dependent on our cheers or our taunts, for under the cloaks and palms on the road that day, the very stones were prepared to cry out. For the truth of this story is that God rode into Jerusalem on a donkey, ready to go to the depths of Sheol for us. The very stones were ringing with glory and majesty and honor for this king who came for the least and the lost. The very stones knew, even when the crowds did not, that God's mercy was coming and nothing would ever be the same. Jesus, knowing the uncertain hearts of the disciples and crowds, felt the cries coming from the deeps. He knew that the time had come to shoulder the cross. The good news is that nothing we do or don't do changes the direction of the creation towards justice and mercy and grace. Even when we do stop our praise and our hearts turn hard, the very stones will cry out with praise for the one who comes in love. Even when we deny or betray, we are forgiven and brought home to a table of bread and wine. Even when we are careless with our words or our intentions, we are sought out by the King of Heaven. Even when we are lost and do not want to be found, our shepherd searches for us through the night. Even when our hearts are restless and our questions are looming and our souls are discontent, God leads us to still water. Even when we wonder if we are enough, or are doing enough, or have enough, Jesus is walking towards redemption, telling us that he is enough for us. Even when the palm branches wither and the songs seem stuck in our throats, the very stones will cry out. By Easter Sunday, we will have lived through the whole terrible and awesome story of Holy Week. We will hear of the supper Jesus shared with his friends in an upper room. We will witness Judas betraying his master with a kiss for a bag of coins. We will watch as Jesus is passed from one authority to the next with the crowds, the very same crowds calling for his death. 
we will recognize ourselves in Peter as he betrays the one he loves the most. We will cringe as he carries his cross and wince as the nails are hammered into his flesh. We will stand with the women as they watch him die. We will cry as his body is placed in the tomb and the stone is rolled in front. But friends, as we listen to these stories and find our place within them, do not forget about the story we heard this morning. Do not forget that the very earth cries out majesty and glory and grace and hosanna. Do not forget that the stones will cry out and that nothing can bind our Lord. Remember that there is more going on than our human emotions and actions and betrayals. For under us all, the very stones are waiting to tell the story of our Jesus who loves us. The story will not end with a locked up grave, but the stone will be moved and the tomb will be empty. The stone will be moved and will cry out, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Hosanna in the highest. Amen. Thank you, Teresa, for this message of hope and understanding as we navigate through these strange and challenging times. I know that these words soothed my heart and hope that they help you feel more connected and apart, even though we are separated by distance. Stay connected with Kintail as we continue to stay in touch with sermons for the coming Easter weekend by posting activities and crafts for campers, and as we share in songs and memories of our times at camp. Be sure to check in on Weekdays for Chapel, hosted by Friends of Kintail and spearheaded by Roots, or Reuben St. Louis, and his family from Nasagawea Presbyterian Church, shared each morning on our Facebook page. That's all for this episode. Stay safe, and may the blessings of the Lord be upon you this day and always. Thank you for listening. And we can't wait until we're able to see you down at Kintail Camp. Whoa!